0: This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
1: Cold so, coffee uh, is amazing. They're they're absolutely amazing. Because what are their, their their thing is mornings are hard and they're gonna they're gonna get you going in the morning. That's not exactly it. I was waiting for the bottom of the scrolling thing for anybody <laughs> watching uh to catch back up because you would have thought there. There it is, there it is. Maybe it sounds better if you've been reads it, and I'm just kidding you you try it out. Maybe you're better.
2: Mornings are hard. So let us be waking. Your daily pick me up, it's so slow. Delivered <laughs> straight to your door.
1: Freshly. Here, I got it. I got All it. Right, he, Toby's got
0: it. Are hard. So let's be a part of your great awakening. Your daily pick me up, delivered straight to your door, freshly roasted every time. Check out Colt.coffee. Use code beers, beard laws for your discount
1: nailed it that was beautiful there you go and uh like yeah, i said also, I, I truly I
0: like pause halfway in between and sound like megatron for a couple of moments so
2: it was uh, i didn't realize how long of a sentence that was going to be i was like oh this is two sentences i'll knock this out let me start reading it as soon as it appears on the screen i talk way <laughs> faster than that thing goes percent.
0: like i knew how slow it was going so when he was like yuban you go ahead and read it i was like please God, wait until it reaches the, like, the very end of the screen. <laughs> as soon as he sees, mornings are hard, he's like, mornings are hard. I'm like, he's fine.
1: <laughs> he's not, yeah, he's well, in trouble. Yep. And I so thought he, he was like, kind of... So
0: let us be a part of your great awake awakening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was guessing which words were going to show up, and honestly, I thought he was baiting me into the
1: their hard, and so am i kind of a thing and i was like mm, no yeah, i'm not gonna make the mistake of saying hey huban what's new what's going on because this episode we've done this uh, this show 198 times and uh he, he's probably you know jacked off that many times this week so i knew not to ask him that at least but uh, all kidding aside cult coffee that shit's good I, it's so good that i went out and bought like three more bags of it it legit is some of the best coffee I've ever had, and I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor of the show. Toby knows I'm pretty real, so does Yubin. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't have them a part of this if it wasn't good. And like I said, not much of a reader. You guys are gonna be super proud of me, or not really give a shit, and that's okay. They sent a book because it's a true crime book. I, I'm, I'm kind of into some true crime shows. I read the whole goddamn book in like two hours. Oh, I shit, did. I did. It was a cool story, and I was, I was into it. And it, not that. It was it, what happened to in the story isn't cool, obviously, like a lot of the true crime shit, but I'm telling you, it was awesome. And again, if you guys want a true crime book and some coffee to you, it's only 19 You subscribe, it's only 18.99. Cult dot Cult.coffee. Toby's got a book.
0: Let's talk about the disappointment that is this goddamn book. Not good. Written by a fucking woman. Was it really? Yes. In Wasn't like it the name? Like 1992 or something like
1: that is it and one of like those names
0: like dude it's just dumb. The fuck
1: and I, yeah, i'm curious if it's one of those names that could be a male or female name um no, yeah it, like shannon yeah or i was trying to think of, there was one the other day that 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 got me good and I i'm not get, i'm right. not gonna
0: lie to you yeah i don't even know where it went um but that's all right because before we begin the rest of this podcast oh also i thought i'd let you know um i can't um talk about uh i can't get and talk about Cold coffee because as you know i'm sponsored by right. a different coffee company yes, so sorry Cold coffee i'm sure your shit's delicious but um there's it's not fucking good that's all i'm saying um so a reading from the book of dick dick masterson mm-hmm. this is from uh men are greater than woman uh let's see here Women are wild for wounds. Women and their aimless prattlings are like Chinese people in China. There's like a billion of them. There's new ones every day, and you'll never be able to count them all. If you're going to count them, you'd have to start with this one. Women make up for their constant drain on both society and everyone's patience because they can have babies. A reading from the Book of Dick that's
1: that's pretty good there's there's another book not to not to continually add books to your list or whatever but if there's ever a time you get on uh potentially you're like me thrift books i i i get i try to get them as cheap as possible the the book the subtle art of not giving a fuck by mark manson was something that that i was reading uh i got it on thrift books yeah and it was uh by mark manson and it's i I didn't get through a lot of it on the plane i probably got through the first 50-60 pages And so far, it's really good. It's a much different book than I thought. It's not like a guy just saying, you know, fuck this, fuck this. He starts off, I'm going to give you life advice kind of stuff. But some of the shit just makes perfect sense. And how he can take something about a panda and relate it to real life situations. That is something that I think a lot of the generations coming up should listen to. It's
0: fucking good. So funny story about that book. And I've been meaning to get it for a while. I knew that the current job that I'm in, as you know, was my old job. But before Mm -hmm. that I worked for like the standard help desk. Um, I knew that I was going to have a good time on that help desk day one, where I walked in to go talk to my supervisor one day and she, her name is Betty and she is fucking awesome. So Betty, if you're listening, love your face. Um, She had that book on her desk, like face down, Okay. And, the, and the book opened. So she had been reading it before I walked into her office. And I looked over and I was like, oh, we're going to get along great. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why do you say that? And I said, because I, too, do not give a fuck. But in a way, that makes you think that I do.
1: Yeah. I so. mean, just the story that that guy did in Lifestyle and, you know, the mentality. its It's really cool. And I think it's kind of like most books. You take a little bit from a lot of books. You're not going to remember the whole goddamn thing just a couple of things that I've already read. It's like, okay, okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, this guy ended up, I think, selling all of his shit and moving to a different country and just, you know, pursued more or less. I think he ended up like suing his own mom over some shit. Just truly didn't give a fuck.
0: Well, but yeah. here's here's another thing too. And I, you know, that very first part that you said about that <clears throat> For those of you that find yourselves in like a never ending loop of a shitty situation, it seems like like your life just seems like shit. If you're sitting there constantly going, I can never get it. I can never catch a break. Life is horrible for me. Um, Are you still living around the area that you grew up in? Because if so, fucking
1: move.
0: That's most of your problem right there. Yep. Get out in a way you've never vacation doesn't count. You have to live in a completely different area and give yourself a a life, you know, like a life rejump. Like you got to you got to kick yourself like I know it's scary. I know it's difficult. I know it can be expensive to do a move. But goddamn, if nothing else in your life has been going good up to this point. Get the fuck away.
1: I like that. Life rejump.
0: Get away from where you're at. Like, so many people insist on just staying in the shitty, shitty place that they're at. And so many people, like, stay around the area that they grow. well, this is where my family... Fuck your family. Your family is probably what's causing the majority of your problems. Like, move the fuck away and and, and get away and live life on your own and, and become independent. And you'll be surprised at how much happier your life is.
1: Yeah like one of the main things and even in that book that's a great point is just like try stop trying to be so positive all the time you know what i mean like life sucks a lot and it's going to suck but if you don't know how to do that with all this you know instant satisfaction this you're everything always has to be the best and you're always going to be happy every single moment like it's he's just like driving in your head like that's not reality. That's not real life. Like life is going to suck. You're going to have heartbreaks. You're going to have failure. And that shit does happen. But if you really think every single moment of your life and you teach your kids that every moment of your life is going to be happy and then he did the whole story of Buddha and shit, which, yeah, but he well, and that's, it, it that's,
0: that's the thing, man, like, um, you know, it really comes down to <clears throat> life's it, Like we all know life sucks, right? Like we all we all go through rough times. You know, maybe you're hurting for money on a Consistent basis, or you know, maybe at some point in time you had to go bankrupt, or fucking you know, a loved one dies. I mean, it, that happens. I'm at 48 years old. I'm getting to the point where I'm gonna have to start saying goodbye to a lot of fucking people that I used to know. Yep. Um, the question, the, the thing is, it it life is shitty for everybody. Even the <laughs> I mean, even Jeff Bezos has shitty fucking days, I promise you. Um and- the question is is. What kind of what kind of person are you on those shitty days? Because your good days don't define you. The way you handle your bad days do. That's what defines you is how you handle yourself in a shitty situation or in a down situation. That's what defines you as a person. Not mm-hmm. not how you are when everything's hunky dory and you're having a perfect day.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Yep. Well, I just want to go ahead and point out too for our Alabama, Louisiana. Louisiana and Mississippi viewers, when Toby says "fuck your family," please do not take it literally. (laughs) That is, yeah,
0: absolutely do not mean that in the literal sense.
1: Yep, and and I know some states they're like, "My second cousin's legal." I don't know why it came out with the southern accent, but in my brain, it's more southern than
0: fucking legal. That's why. Yeah, we've already talked
2: about this a lot of states. I mean, with when you talk about someone who's creepy and who made a Attempt to touch your butthole unwillingly. He's most Mm -hmm. likely going to have a Southern accent.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's true. And and speaking of Southern accents and and butthole, this is a weird segue, but in the Charlotte airport, and this can kind of tie in what we were talking about, you know, this and that, there was a guy, his entire job was after you took a shit, he went in with a squeegee and spray instantly cleans the toilet. And then after you wash your hands, instantly cleans the sink. And that was one of the happiest dudes I've ever talked. Like, he was talking. I came out, just took a big old dump, traveling, ate a bunch of tacos the day before. And he went right in. And he's like, to the next guy, all clean, all clean. And then he was sitting there. I'm washing my hands. He's like, how's it going, man? And I was like, I'm pretty good. How's it going with you? He's like, oh, another day just to be blessed. He's like, man, I love what I do. A lot of people, they, they look at me. And you're just going into this thing like, why? how could you do this? Kind of looking like Toby's face. Like, what? And he was just like, it's so satisfying to know that each person gets a clean toilet knowing that they can go in there in a clean toilet every time. We don't even have to use those seat covers, he says. Those are annoying, right? Yeah. Bro, you met Deuce Bigelow's dad. He was, this guy was nice as could be. And it, those those toilets were some of the, probably the toilet, cleanest toilet I've ever taken a dump on. I didn't love the warm seat action. You know what I mean? You sit down and the seat is still hot from the last guy, but eh. See, I, don't I mean, know. that's, I don't that's really only the a nice thing.
0: yeah, that's only a nice thing really in the middle of the night, like when you have to get up, to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, Here's or, a question, yeah. yeah. I don't know about you guys. When I got to get up in the middle of the night, to take a piss, right? Because I'm 48 years old, that shit fucking happens quite often now. Yeah. Um, also because I make the mistake of either having one last beer right before I go to bed or I drink a bunch of water right before I go to bed because I'm stupid. Um,
1: when you got point. to
0: go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, like, take a piss, sit or stand?
1: I stand. Always stand.
2: Always stand. I
0: sit.
2: The, the question shouldn't be to sit or to stand. It's, are you, are you still going to use the the toilet? Because I live out in the middle of nowhere, and I am pissing outside 90% of the time. I love Well, it. my
0: bathroom is closer than my fucking outside. Yeah, yeah but there's no like, wind in there. There's
2: no what? Wind. The wind. natural beauty, you know. You no sun come wind. up.
0: wind. Bro, okay, let me explain something to you about how North Carolina works, all right? I don't know how shit is in Utah or wherever the fuck you live. Um, it's,
2: it's Missouri, okay? I'm sorry, but we weren't the first flight. We were the first meth, okay? <laughs> yeah. So the way North
0: Carolina works is during the summer, wind stops. You don't get mm-hmm. wind unless there's an incoming hurricane or major storm. Middle of the day at the hottest time, there is zero wind, nothing like you can look up in the trees all you want. They ain't there's not a leaf shaken like can we And it's like that for like four straight months. The hotter it gets in North Carolina, the less wind there is.
2: Listen, Toby, I need you to take your own advice. And if you are are that fucking miserable every day for four months, (laughs) fucking move.
0: But it's four months. The rest. (laughs) Here's the problem. North Carolina fools you into thinking it's gorgeous, like in the area that I live. Like I've been up in Boone and Asheville and it's it's beautiful there for the most part, almost all year round. It's the people that suck because Mm. they're all like, oh, my God, you were in the military and they they don't know how to deal with you. Mm. Um, And, you know, then you get the beach, which I don't want to be anywhere near the beach. It'd fucking yeah. keep the ocean the fuck away from me uh you've been found <laughs> out how shitty myrtle beach is um which yes. again go to carolina beach next time brother um, i know i know but um central north carolina is it just gets really hot and like the wind just dies but from like mid from mid-fall all the way through uh late spring it's fucking gore. like So you're talking like mid-September, like mid to late September, all the way through um, around May is gorgeous. I mean, gorgeous here.
1: So you're gorgeous and we're full of snow and
0: ice. You get the nice breeze, you get the nice nice temperatures, the humidity drops way down, and you find yourself every fucking year finding yourself going, man, it's fucking nice here. Here. And then summer (laughs) here. It's like it's like we import summer from Florida. It's fucking horrible. It's miserable, <laughs> and I live in the Sandhills, so it's just solid flies. It's just you uh, can't get rid, of, can't get rid of them. Yeah, flies a those, lot right now
1: too. Those are fucks. Uh, speaking of flying and Carolina. I'm not exactly sure where Charlotte is in Carolina. I mean, I'm not a it's geography major. Two
0: and a half. It's about two and a half to three hours. Um, almost straight north of me it's like north northwest okay. of me
1: so okay i saw something on an airplane that i'd never seen before i was sitting there and all of a sudden i kind of look up and it looks like there's fucking smoke rolling on the on like the left that was on the left side and the right side like right under the on the far right above the windows and i'm like what the? i started like having a little panic attack but when i start freaking out on a plane i always look up at first class and if nobody's worried Then I don't get worried because those guys they fly all the time and they have all the so I look and I'm like what the fuck and then we get down and it's even worse and worse and the only thing I can like Toby was saying I think because the summer the humidity and the hotness from the air and once we went from you know Vegas into there I think the difference in the humidity was just pushing the the AC and the condensation and stuff through it and I was like I legit was like and I sent it to a guy in Florida. That was also flying the same time and he was like bro <clears throat> fucking scared the shit out of me but i was trying to be tough because my kids were on the plane and then he goes then i reached over and i was like oh ac here's here's the worst <laughs> worst part about north carolina or really any
0: state that gets really hot and humid in the summer like and don't get me wrong almost everywhere you live come august it's fucking hot and humid like almost anywhere even but, up here like, it, yeah, in, in like but in like the southern states is, is specifically because I mean I've been Georgia North Carolina I have been to Florida once um, won't fucking do that shit again uh, Louisiana <laughs> like uh, Alabama I've been in all these places rolled during down. the summer unfortunately rolled <laughs> on. Um, when you look like it might be a perfectly blue day right like you look straight up and the sky looks blue. you look out mm-hmm. to the horizon in any direction it doesn't matter. It just looks like a semi-gray haze. Yeah, the entire horizon. It's not raining. It's just so hot and humid. Just the atmosphere is just like fuck you. And you're just yep. like, is it, <laughs> it going to storm? And you're like, this doesn't make sense.
1: It's just raining, fuck you, all day, all over you. Yeah, and and, yeah. and what's wild, and I've I personally never been West Coast. I don't know if you have, Toby. I, I'm, I'm I know Eubin has for sure, and everybody kept going. The dry heat, it's not that hot. It's dry heat. The fuck it is. It was 116 in Vegas, mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> a dry heat. It's still fucking miserable. Oh, and the only so way sad. I can describe it is one of the guys on the trip hit it right on the head. When you open up the oven, like the cookies are done, you're taking it out mm-hmm. and you get That's hit. With it like. But it never fucking stops. And they're like, oh, yeah. nice breeze today. Well, that fucking breeze is super hot. And I learned a valuable lesson. You don't grab door handles that are in the sun all day. Because I did that. <laughs> they have all these little pads on it. Apparently, I wasn't fucking yeah. smart enough. I grabbed it. It burned. And I went, motherfucker. And the and there's a door guy, which wasn't clearly doing his job, like the fucking toilet guy. Shout out toilet guy. His name, I, I can't remember his name. He didn't have a name tag on. But, man, was that fucking hot. And, and that fucking dry heat. I don't, I don't, I, so I couldn't do it. It sucks. And have-
2: honestly, they, they tease you, too, whenever you get off the plane. Because they have the airport Fucking like 62 degrees, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, this feels nice. Like everyone's really get to like the shuttle or the taxi area, and you're like, what the fuck is this place? But you're still in the shade, so you're still like, mm-hmm. damn, it is a little hot in here or out of here. And then once you get out into the degrees hotter, it's fucking miserable. You can't breathe. You're like, where's the moisture in the air? Well, how are people yeah. actually breathing? How are their lungs sufficient? What the fuck is going on? But it is funny though, seeing people from the West Coast come to where there is humidity and they're like. It's wet and hot. What the fuck is going on? And it's just like, yeah, yeah. Welcome to hell.
0: So <laughs> you know, I used to get people all the time. Um, used to ask me, um, dude, why don't you ride your, why don't you ride your, because I'll tell people, I'm like, dude, I, I don't have a, I don't have a car. And they're like, why don't you ride your motorcycle? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> In the summer? In North Carolina? Fuck no. Like, first of all, you're going to be just, the, the sun's just going to be pounding on you. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, have wrecked a motorcycle going 90 plus miles an hour it is not fun so now i make sure that i am protected more than i was Mm -hmm. that day i'm not just wearing a vest and a helmet anymore Um, and that happened to also be the only day i had ever not worn gloves oh first time ever riding a motorcycle where i wasn't wearing gloves and now i've just got chewed up hands it's like, look at this. You can see Like I, I,
1: <laughs> grabbed um, imagine those crazy fuckers that don't wear a helmet, bro. Keep yourself. So like,
2: Trojan.com slash beard laws. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Minnesota is a state that allows you to, uh, wear a helmet or not wear a helmet. And I have yep. done both in the state while well, in Minnesota, I've ridden my sister's bike both with and without a helmet. Um, for me, if I'm going to go anywhere that it's going to be busy, like if I'm just riding the motorcycle, like because it's a huge where I lived in Minnesota is a giant suburb. I mean, it's okay. huge. So there's not a lot of like super heavy traffic. There's not a lot of like bad intersections, things like that. So most of the time I'd be riding around without a helmet on if I was like riding around the neighborhood or, you know, going here or there. But the moment I knew that I was not going to be pretty much in that small, in that large gigantic suburb anymore, which I mean, it's, I mean, you can take a 15 minute drive, 15 minute ride on the motorcycle and still be in this giant suburb area. Mm -hmm. But if I knew that I was going to be going out of there at any point in time, you're damn right. I had a fucking helmet. Um, yeah, you can take your life in your own hands if you want by not wearing a helmet. Um, People make the, you know, the thing saying that, you know, well, if you got a helmet with the way the chin straps are and blah, 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 you know, it'll snap your head. I'm like, okay, listen, I was wearing a three-quarter helmet. My motorcycle cartwheeled six times. I was on it for three or four of those times. There is a scrape going from on that helmet from here all the way to the back. And it goes, it starts here and then it gets like this wide and then it goes you know, dips back down, which means my head rolled and dragged across. If it wasn't for that helmet, I'd be dead. It, like, I immediately bought it. another one of that exact same helmet, and that's just a three quarter helmet. I don't yeah. like full face helmets unless it's like uh, late fall or in the winter because bugs. You're just gonna, well, you're just gonna die. Like, I mean, you wear a full face helmet in the summer here? Mm-mm. No, sir. No.
2: Maybe in Minnesota, but I'm not doing it here um, to blame your parents for being alive. But now I got a fucking bitch ass. This the helmet. This helmet is on my bitch list. Fuck that helmet. Well, so
0: there's <laughs> there's there's plenty of people that talk that will ask me. They're like, well, what about don't you ride a motorcycle? I'm like, yeah, and they're like, just ride your motorcycle to go, you know, run down to the store, do whatever. I'm like, listen, if you're in the if you're in the south in the summer and you're riding a motorcycle just take whatever temperature it is outside multiply it by about two maybe three because the sun's going to be pounding on you the whole time and then you just turn on a a blow dryer and a mister at the same time high heat and just blow that right in your face and just yeah so now you're wet hot and it's shitty same thing can be said for like nevada or las vegas or somewhere you just don't mist yourself you just straight heat right in your face it is a horrible horrible feeling and the faster you go doesn't make it better Mm -mm. it just makes it worse because now your engine temperature is getting hotter and that's just blowing all of that air straight all that hot engine air goes straight into your chest and you're just like and then at a red light Bro, if you got to stop, nuh-uh. N- n- uh, yeah. I will turn I my motorcycle off.
1: Yeah, I didn't see a single rider during the day the entire week that I was out that way. There was a couple at night just probably to hit the strip and feel cool and just make loud noises and maybe do a couple wheelies or something. But there wasn't a single one. And yeah, that I, it explains fucking why.
0: Man, I, I used to dread because everybody, when I was in a motorcycle club, everybody has like summer events and you'd go and you'd have to get a pack of like, you'd be in a pack of like anywhere from four to 12 people or more. And if you're not up at the front and it's the middle of the summer, you are just uh, like everybody's engines are just throwing even hotter air back at you. You stop at a stoplight and you're in the middle of that pack.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ugh, I can only imagine yeah. too. The onion smell with nobody wearing deodorant in that bad boy, probably either. Just like, why does mm-hmm. it smell like fajitas on I 70? <laughs> yeah. Motorcycle
1: thankfully. club
0: came through. Yeah, thankfully um, that's something I never had to worry about.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So um I know that if I were to join a motorcycle club, the, the heavyset guys, the tons of anarchy, I want to be a part of their club. <laughs>
1: I was going to say you were going to volunteer to be the guy that cleans the toilets in between dumps at the motorcycle club, oh, but there's doesn't, there's doesn't, need, you join a job you in the world motorcycle. that i appreciate joined, that much.
0: You join a legitimate motorcycle club and, and you're going to be cleaning toilets for the first like six months. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's no, called prospecting no. and it sucks.
1: <laughs> I'm good. That. Um, I, the, I'm not, the only way to counter that is to make some really hot dinner. And uh, forget a little bit of, um, you know, what you have going on and then potentially chemical um, bomb the entire place. And then that's the only way to get back at them. Allegedly, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch one was the of the old episodes. I was, I was full patch at that time, man. Like,
0: <laughs> I was, but if I I was like, thought full of it. patch at
1: that time. <laughs> uh, quick oh. shout out to the Deluxe Edition Network because I'm really good at that. Forgot it. 25 minutes in. In a Pickle radio show. Fucking great sports show. Growing Up Bananas is another great show. Check it out. Uh, deluxe edition network.com. What else was bananas? Fucking Charlotte airport. We've been in and out of airports and we're not going to get in to his deep traveling because Toby's He's traveling. It turns out it's poor airport. <laughs> I just, th- there's one last thing that I want to say because it, it, it just fucking blew my mind. Every single terminal that went in there, everyone was either delayed or everybody was running from one port to the next Non- Fucking stop. It was complete chaos. I've been to track events and it just continually, like, there was more running at that airport. And I mean, it, which I don't get because then uh, there was a Chick fil A in there and there were 7,000 fucking people waiting hours to get Chick fil A. And there was a beautiful Carolina barbecue place right next door and nobody there. Food was fucking fantastic, but pure fucking chaos in this airport. And I just, maybe there's storms <laughs> out your way, you've been and because there was a lot of like Kansas City, Midwest kind of flights that were delayed and shit. Yes
2: the haze due to the wildfires i guess in canada again because i know outside here you couldn't see for miles i point in the county highest <laughs> point again but i could usually see her for i mean 30 40 miles and I, I couldn't see for two yesterday so i'm assuming huh. that probably has something to do with it
1: Ew. I just I don't know. And I didn't have to run to a flight because I don't know if I could fucking run to a flight. But I mean, the just the anxiety watching these people was just banana. I mean, I, I just couldn't imagine. I, I'm sure we've all had to at some point or might have to run into the next one. But then they got into it where it was like we didn't have another flights to the place in New York. I had to go. They canceled one that was in Albany, New York. So these people had to go on standby. If not, the next flight for these fuckers was like two days. So oh, then uh, and we, we got delayed to the point where if it was one more delay, we would have been stuck in there. So I'm like, eh, forget, Bro, I not a big planned. deal. We'll get a hotel. But guess who was in fucking Charlotte at the same point? And there wasn't a single hotel anywhere near the Charlotte area. Taylor Swift. Blink-182 Blink oh, was Damn. in town. you we were just still the finding reason. them relevant
0: enough to fucking...
1: That's what I said. I said, really, they, they haven't been... I mean, granted, in, it's the three of them back, but... Mm-hmm. they have put out good music since oh, travis barker is, th-
0: is is isn't there mm-hmm. see and, the thing, and mark t- right I listen, back. And listen to some travis barker and dj am all fucking, fucking day. awesome
2: yeah but I, I think, think it's that that I like remember, their first yeah, door bag
0: yeah oh. have you ever heard their their uh, ring of fire fucking little freestyle remix that him and dj am did holy shit it's yeah, it's you've been. I've got to. I've got to send you a. Uh, I'll send you the YouTube link to that as soon as this is over. It is.
2: I have not heard DJ AM in fucking. I mean, fifteen years, dude. Yeah, Be twenty. Not since the plane crash, right? Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. That's what it was because he died in the plane crash, right? No,
0: they both no, survived got, that one. Yeah, he just got really fucked up. Severe yep. burns.
1: Couldn't imagine that shit. But, no, those guys are, so much are frozen. <sighs> That's a uh, yeah. That was that, that was. We have a Blink 182. But, no. What, so, what was their I mean,
0: what, what was their big song? Was it all the small things? Is that Blink 182?
2: That's yeah, dedicated that was, to my wiener.
0: Like when you when you think about Travis Barker, that is not the song or like even like the melody you you think of when you see Travis Barker.
1: Mm-hmm. No. He's been in so many good ones. The Aquabats. so you guys ever listen to them back in the day? I love the Aquabats. He was. They in, were on Yo in. Gabba Gabba in one episode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boxcar Racer plus forty four. I think he did a cool collab with Goldfinger. I mean, he he's in a
0: oh, man. Well, he did that. Uh, what was the name of the song? Can a drummer get some? Had a ton of different artists in it. Yeah, if plus forty four. That song you been. Can a drummer get some? You can tell mm-hmm. me when you unfreeze. Oh yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> I can I can, I can hear so I can see you guys like skipping but I can still hear everything so I'm hoping that I'm, I, I'm usually there's a delay because I'm be like oh it's quiet let me speak up no nope, people were talking son of a bitch
0: <laughs> we are uh Euban's gonna try an experimental technique for the next um for the next podcast
2: yeah it's uh it's raining today so I was kind of curious if that new method would work with the amount of rain that I'm getting especially since it has to be laying outside and everything because I'm going from one building to another but hopefully Mm -hmm. it works hopefully
0: it'll it'll be fine I mean if it's just standard if it's cat five or cat six cables you'll you'll be fine
2: okay
1: yep and if you need a longer one let me know I got one at one of the local bin stores for like a dollar and it's definitely a couple hundred feet Bro, if you need a longer one... one,
0: by all means, just let me know. I have ten thousand feet of Cat Five cable out in my garage.
2: Oh, shit!
1: I used okay. to be a technician, okay. man. That's what I, I did. I used to
0: run cabling.
1: So we're gonna I run, run the internet that. from uh, Richie's house to uh, to Toby's. Actually, he has that much. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll just
0: run it straight from Richie's to my place.
1: How'd you get a fiber? Well, it took a, it took a couple months, but uh, we ran our I've own got,
0: I've got six boxes of Cat five cable. Damn. Oh yeah. yeah, I've also Damn. got coaxial cable. So if you, bring you guys that still have like antennas and shit, I can <laughs> make you those.
2: I still have <laughs> my original duck hunt with my original night where I was a kid. So you know, mm-hmm.
0: I do still have I do still have my original NES. I'm I'm gonna I'm. I'm going to do the boiling, you know, take it apart and do the boiling water trick. So Ooh, the way never, that you do it, you, yeah, you heat up the board, I've seen that. you heat up the board. So what happens, the reason why most of your Nintendo's stop like working properly is the boards get warped because they overheat. Yep. So what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to install an additional, um, fan mm-hmm. into my Nintendo so that, it, that it acts as like an, an exhaust, but you you essentially heat the board up so that it flattens itself back out, and then let it cool. So it's, and then you put it in. But then you also go through and you clean all the uh, copper connectors and things like that. So the biggest issue, the biggest problem that we had as kids is we all we all understand how how do you get a Nintendo cartridge to start working again.
1: Hundred percent. You've been good at it.
0: Yep. And that is the worst thing that we could have done. So at I've been told.
1: Nine. Why so, was that a thing? Why did we instinctively we think that, that that was... was we figured dust. that it was
0: dust, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't dust. The problem is, is that the, the oxid, it's oxidizing the copper connectors inside the cartridge. So,
1: so, so water.
0: by us by us blowing on it, we're actually adding humidity onto the copper connectors, and we're making it worse, which is why eventually games, you couldn't blow on them and make them work. But if you would have just taken a Q-tip with some rubbing alcohol and ran it across the copper connectors when it didn't work and bring it right back
1: yeah and those kids I, that did that that are laughing at us be like those fucking idiots blew on it well you're clearly just smarter and you probably have a really good job so fucking they congratulations fucking did yeah they didn't
0: learn that shit until they were adults yeah we did like,
1: google
2: it okay. kept all my shit you can see all the old school games you're smart go hey, well, game should, from let me take my that entire out. childhood
1: that's smart see see my dad he, he's is the good guy so there was always families, you know, as we would eventually get a newer console, he would give the old consoles, not knowing that we wanted to collect them, we'd come home and be like, Hey, where'd that go? And he's like, Oh, this person, they they didn't they haven't had a console ever, so I gave it to them. It's like, Oh, that's very nice of you, but I really wanted to keep that. Maybe next time we do one, he's like, Well, if you fucking buy it, then you can tell me what to do with it. Oh, fair enough. Fair, fair, fair enough. enough so fair enough so here's a
0: question any <laughs> we'll start with nes okay all of us guarantee had what we would call our go-to game not meaning not necessarily the game that we were the best at right yep but the game that whenever you just wanted to play a game it was always the game that you thought of that you'd throw in and you'd go play even it had been a, even if it had been like a couple of years you would still grab that game and you would play it. What What was your my game for for the NES? Mm-hmm. Um, for that, I would have to say would be um, fuck. I just I just had it. Uh, either Legend of Zelda or Mike Tyson's Punch Out.
1: Mine was a hundred percent Mike Tyson Punch Out. I still play emulators of it when I yeah I mean, having a couple of minutes just to clear the brain, just bring it back, well, just that nostalgia. Emulator,
0: your old the old Mike Tyson codes will still work with the em- yep
1: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. See you later. Yep. Yep. Ah, yep. Sick. What, what, what was yours, Juban?
2: Uh, Punch Out. So I love Punch Out. Um, I mean, I do like the Super Nintendo, if we're being honest. I, I don't know what it was. I I probably grew up, that's when it came out whenever I was like a kid, kid. So I grew up more with that one. And it was super punch out. Um, obviously, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Mario three for all the systems. But um, I would say, shit, number one, Turtles in Time, bro. Ninja oh. Turtles. Oh, God. Yes. That,
0: game. that game seemed so far ahead of its time. And it was so as long. Far as, like, the an- well, plus the animations were mm-hmm. so smooth for just an so NES. I'm throwing like rolling
2: foot ninjas into the screen, bro. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. I love that one. They have an arcade one up stand-up mm-hmm. machine with that one. Every time I'm like, ooh, I got a little bit of money. Let's let's buy this. So, I'm like, it's stupid. <laughs> they're gonna play it once. Don't do it.
0: So I went to a, I went to a meetup in um DC. Um with at the time his name was The Riddler. And and now um why can't I not,
2: Jim can't I not
0: remember his name? Anyway, he went Tony he Keebles. went by the Riddler at the time, Matt Devious. So, he uh, he was hosting a meetup, and it was at, like, one of these, like, uh, hobby stores, you know, for where you could go and actively play, like, rounds of Dungeons & Dragons, Warhammer, stuff like that. And they had this little side spot that was, like, these little stand-up arcade machines. And they had the turtles. Oof. I didn't talk to anybody at that meetup for, like, f- fucking four hours. I just... <laughs> Like little kids were like, "Can I get a shot?" I'm like, "Yeah,
1: put your quarters Later. up, bitch."
0: And I'm just like, "No, that's the thing. You could just dig, 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 and oh, just add, mm-hmm. yeah, bro. I, I I would just I was just there, and you forget how hard some of these fucking games are until mm-hmm. you go back. And yeah. you got to well, start over
1: on a lot of them, which yeah. I think we've talked yeah. about before. But I have no problems getting into it. How fucking frustrating it is when you put in an hour and a half, two hours, and there's no safe point. You got to start all over again. Yeah. That's why I loved
0: about Nintendo is Nintendo. uh, Like, that's why I loved about punch out because on punch out, they'd give you a code. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you'd get that. And dude, you'd have notebooks full of these fucking codes of like, I just like, that's when they started. That's uh, like, what was it? PlayStation started coming out with the the PlayStation save cards. First. They were the first ones mm, that had the
2: the memory cards. cards.
0: They were like, and they're like 200, they're like 256 megabytes.
1: If that, yeah, I mean, or you'd
0: have like 40 ga- had different mine. games on them. The, um, so, okay. So that's, so what's your Super Nintendo game then?
1: See, I'll let Just you guys go, go because I never had a Super Nintendo. So I would have Super to go to Tech a buddy's Bowl. house and play a little bit. And fuck is always Super what they had.
0: Bowl, man. Super Tech Mobile was. Fucking that's got to be the greatest Tecmo Bowl game that's ever been made. I know everybody likes the original Tecmo Bowl because everybody wants to be Bo Jackson and be unstoppable or be Lawrence Taylor and just destroy an offense. But super Tecmo Bowl was the first one where you could trade guys. You had like a whole roster full of dudes. Like I, they were only like this big on the screen, but man, you would run. You you'd do. Fuck, you finally had more than just four plays to pick from. Like, yep. yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember so I that, was... and my buddy had a lot of the Ken Griffey Jr. baseball, I think was the oh. one. I think it was on Super Nintendo. I
2: have those. It's the one where, yeah, Seattle Manor's uh, logo has the bat, yep. the ball's on fire right in front of it. Still got that bad boy as yep. well. Hell yeah. Yep. The um, World,
0: World uh, Series baseball run. really got me into baseball. I'm sorry. World, World Series baseball is what, when Chipper Jones was playing and shit like that. Yep. In Atlanta, right? Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. that. Yeah. I have that game as well. Did you guys ever play RBI baseball on the NES? Yes, I liked okay. it. I Think so. I want and, you to correct um, me, but literally one of the 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 greatest team on that game, oddly enough, was the fucking Cardinals.
1: I think you're right. I mean, Dude, they, they were the guys in uh, eight, late eighties. eighties.
0: Almost every time they come up to the up to the plate, it's it's a dinger, and you couldn't get anything by Ozzy Smith.
1: mm Hmm. His backflip his way. Uh, who else was a uh, good? Was um, Tigers, Detroit? I think was good in the late eighties. Yep. Am- Padres, uh, actually Angels, had California. Good game. Giants, had, had, Mets. Had, had, yep. And Twins. Twins were no joke. You had to play with the Twins for a while.
0: Oh, I always played with the Twins. I mean, exactly. Kent Herbeck, uh, Kirby Puckett. I had Frank Viola as the pitcher. Like Juan Gonzalez. Come on. Now.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I was still rocking the yeah, Pirates. They were I, fucking I, terrible. Uh, some of the early '90s games I had uh,
2: the Royals, and the only bright side of that was Bo Jackson was on the team, so that was uh, the only the only high point. <laughs> yeah, what a stud! No, the Bo best. 90. A lot of people are always like, "Oh, it's a Madden this year, it's this it's Tech Mobile or what have you." Um, the greatest football game that I remember was ESPN 2K5. That was the Go one with uh, Threl, the ones S- with Rell Owens on the front of it. You can customize your crib. I mean, everything from the match, you can click bobbleheads, certain trophies. That game was well beyond – you know what? Now oh, it's connected right now. That's what's holding up my phone right now. I'm, it's on a stack of Xbox games, and it's on 2K5 right, right now.
1: Don't fuck with Love it. I
0: miss, I miss NFL Fever and ESPN Sports Football because they would do the – they would like – your halftime was like an ESPN halftime where they would show highlights Mm -hmm. and different angles of like all the plays and everything like that. And the realism, like when they do the replays, like you'd see the quarterback throw and they would track that football, like watching an old NFL films highlight, you know, like balls, like it's not a perfect spiral. It's got that slight wobble and it's going and just, yep. Just, I am not a giant fan of Madden. Like, the one thing that pisses me off about EA Sports in general is the fact that they monopolize the market on everything. So they stopped trying. Back when they nope. were allowed to have competition, they were great. But the moment that Agreed. they bought everything out, they just they were like, "Well, let's just coast." Like nothing's different from season to season. Like it's, I mean, yeah, sure, playing oh, a roster,
1: roster update. update. One yeah, thing. roster
0: update, maybe right. the graphics are a little bit better. Yeah, and that's but about like, it.
1: Like you were saying, 2K5, I'm pretty sure, wasn't it made by Sega, it released it on the Xbox and PlayStation? Well, the Dreamcast got Do you remember the when post- it first
0: NFL- Do you remember when an NFL 2K first came out on the Dreamcast? Mm-hmm. Vaguely, yeah. Fucking Randy Moss on the cover, and you were just. Yep. Like- and everything was like, you were like, this is, I'm playing a real fucking game. You go back and look yeah. at the graphics now, yeah. it's not as exciting. Trash. Everybody talks about everybody talks about the Dreamcast and sports games but I tell you the Dreamcast brought one of the greatest games to the market ever. Fucking worms.
1: Worms. Yes. <laughs> Bro,
0: like I will play worms all I still have I still got like three different versions of worms. I've got Worms 2, Worms Armageddon and World Worms like World Domination on on my computer right now that every once in a while the wife and I will just get a wild hair and we'll just play worms. I love that game, man.
1: It was pretty good. I, Wasn't there a game called like semen too? That was very popular. Was not in, in on the cover. It says caution semen like sea man. Oh yeah. Semen. It was just like a,
0: a guy's head, like on a, on a fucking I, sperm. God. Right.
1: Wasn't it? I can't remember the cover, but it just, it, it was, it was semen. And I just remember yes. giggling because when it was put out, I was much younger. Now I'm an adult. Still giggling at semen. I thought I was going to grow up. That's never going to happen. Same well, thing with got... uh,
2: Booger Man. Uh, that wasn't a Super Nintendo. Do you guys remember Booger Man? He used the. It was a Pick and Flick Adventures. What they called it. He would yep. flick boogers at yep. you, fart at you. I love that. I still so have had, that on uh, my uh, emulator.
0: The fucking excellent fucking Sega game Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, I
1: fucking love that game. The Did the soundtrack, the music.
0: Toe Jam and Earl. you been. Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I played that.
0: You um, get close to the edge also oh, and you just bounce Two. down like to the next level.
2: It's so uh bad. so Sega did buy the rights to content again and supposedly within the next year we are supposed to be getting an ESPN game back. And I am fucking thrilled. Ooh. I have not bought a Madden game in ten years just because, like you guys said, it, it's correct me, oh, I'm sorry, I did buy one in nineteen. I think because Mahomes was on the cover, and my son's a from gotcha. being from the area, so. Uh, but
1: that I was the only the one. Last
0: one was, I think my last one was 2021.
1: I can't tell you. But the last. I hadn't
0: bought one. I hadn't gotten one prior to that since like 2017. And I'm not going to lie to you. I couldn't tell that much difference between. Between the two games, except for the graphics, I was like, well, the running game still seems the same, you know, near impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, The passing game still seems to be glitched out of shit. There's still guaranteed fucking pass plays that you can do that will promise you the fucking yardage that you need for that first down every fucking time. Can't be stopped. Like, Mm -hmm. it's got ridiculous. I'm like, God damn.
1: The one thing that I loved about 2K, though, that I doubt we'll ever see was fucking Chris Berman. Doing the breakdown, oh yeah, fucking amazing!
2: That was that was the right. nostalgia part of it. It was so fucking cool, and it was just Rumbling, way beyond its time.
0: down the sideline, you, you know.
2: know. They only did two. Still couldn't understand how they can. They only got by with two games, and because they even inputted like um Sega characters that you could play into the game as well. As like they had some guy named Beat that was like a roller skating guy. I forget what kind of game that he was on, but if you had him as a running back. Like everything, you weren't catching that dude. Jet sweep, boom! I'm like, see ya, every time.
0: Well, and you know who I would, you know what I would like to to see? I would like, I would like to see somebody come out with a football game that has a Howard Cosell impersonator, like a legit Howard Cosell impersonator doing the the commentary.
1: Because get away with it?
0: Well, I mean, I would have to. I have to hear you know, somebody playing with like the 85 bears, right? The old classic team. And I've got to hear Walter Payton go, look at that monkey run again. Nope. Just one more time
1: mm-hmm. in
0: real time. I got to hear it. It's you've been, I don't know. You're, you're a little bit yes. younger. I, I don't I, know if you remember that, that, that happened. Yeah, Walter Payton's falling ass down the fucking, I think it was Peyton. He was either Payton or Dorset. I can't remember which one it was, but he goes, look at that monkey run. And I went.
1: <laughs>
2: yes well, and Howard. honestly I no I know that's now when we were talking about Madden games though can we all just collectively agree that Josh Allen should not be on the cover of anything what the fuck did Agreed. he do last year to get on the cover of Madden we were robbed absolutely robbed mm-hmm. of a Kelsey Kelsey cover everyone likes those fucking guys they have a great podcast they have a they great do. mom why, why right. would they not put those two on there they both made it to the super bowl is beyond me but but they went with the guy that they statistically say hey he's really good trash that's the last i'll say about sports fuck josh allen
1: maybe well, it's I, gonna yeah. be the curse is, was the madden curse still real yeah i was gonna but, say
0: not to wish not to wish ill on somebody but what a great time for the Madden curse to come back then like because didn't
1: the mm-hmm. homes break it i think It was Mahomes Mahomes and Brady, right in twenty two. Was
0: injured for fucking how long? Like he was injured in and out all season.
1: But
2: he made it. But that's the thing is though, it wasn't season ending. It wasn't anything like that. He still made it to the AFC Championship all five years. So it's. I think he's the only one. Because at what point do you say, oh, it's the Madden curse? Oh, you didn't win the Super Bowl every single year. That can't be the curse. You know what I mean? So he made it to the you. AFC Championship. No. did he get injured no, one the game? Cur- yes. the
0: curse is that the individual is is riddled with injuries. That's essentially whether <laughs> uh, whether a season ending or or like loss of games, injuries. And Mahomes did lo- miss out a few games.
2: Yep. Right, but he played yeah. every single game. that no matter- even the yeah. playoff game. They won when he got injured. So you think it's going to be the? Oh curse, yeah, where they took The curse back is the only if you lose. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah, so so let's oh. bring this back. So Madden 23, uh, according to the USA Today, was obviously John Madden as a thank you to him and everything. Obviously, Madden franchise, Madden. Um, we're going to let those go. Then it was Brady in Mahomes, 2022. Lamar Jackson in 21. That could be a Madden curse still. He's been there. But Boo-boo. even worse, then it was Mahomes before that. But the worst one potentially of all, Antonio Brown. Was on uh, <laughs> was on the cover in 2019. That hasn't gone well. Then of course a Brady. So there's a, there's been one, another. So it was like pretty much Brady Mahomes, Brady Mahomes, and then the, the split cover there. Then you had a Gronk, the Gronk spike. Then you had uh, Breeze was up uh, there. Odell Beckham Jr. You had Richard Sherman. You yes. had <laughs> that uh, was the worst. God, Yeah, then you had uh, Adrian Peterson. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't want to get too much into sports yeah. talk because I know that our <laughs> people that watch the podcast do not like sports. Uh, I see you, Chris Kelly. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. so moving on then, moving away on. from the sports before we get too involved in it. Um, I'm going to go.
2: Uh, I'm going to go. You scratch your leg uh, or are you touching yourself? Yes. Uh, uh, no, I was
0: right. scratch So, to stay just to quickly just stay on the topic of of video game consoles Mm -hmm. overall in your opinion from i mean we'll start from the intellivision all the way through this current gen ps5 what do you feel is the best console overall and um or your favorite and the reason and and this is what i want you to use to judge this not just graphics, not just processing power. Game selection, the amount of fun that you have with them, game type. You know what I mean? Like replayability. Like, How, how often are you going to keep going back to that? And not just your online games like Call of Duty because you're playing online with somebody or some shit like that. But like had real genuine good selection of games. What would you if somebody gave you an option to just have one out of all the ones that are available? And we'll even we'll even take online play away from it. Okay. So you have no online play availability, and they give you any of these consoles throughout the generations. What's the one you're gonna go to?
1: I think I'm gonna go. I'll jump in here. I think I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Nintendo Switch. I love there's a good selection the portability option being able to hook to the the big screen uh, multiplayer you know what i mean like the whole family can sit down and play a switch game i don't know that that's the one favorite if we had to go favorite i still fucking love the, the nes i've played that the more of my life still continue to play emulators if i had an nes i have one of those cheap ones that you, you know the little ones with a bunch of games bought yeah, one of too. those kind of for so i guess i'm a nintendo nerd so i'm gonna go switch and nes I would say,
2: I mean, I'm a big Super Nintendo fan, um, but I would say even as uh, the one that I played with probably more as a kid that I had the most fun with, didn't require a lot of graphics or anything like that, was probably the N64, if we're being honest. But I would say if I personally had to choose what I thought was my favorite and had to play it, no online capabilities, the original Xbox, and the reason why, it's kind of weird, the functionalities of that Xbox was way above its time. I was able to put my CDs. I was going to say for all the music from music, it, right? Yep. Like, yeah. And so actually,
0: like, PlayStation was the first one that you could do music
2: with. Well, so with this one was, you were able to pull from your library. So if you had games that can customize like, so you can have your own theme music. And so it would pull it from the tracks. Uh, same thing with backyard wrestling, all these different games, you were able to have your music. So I would say that would probably be my number one, just Great. because of that specific reason. Land parties. Yeah, yeah dude just halo the original games on there it's just uh, original xbox that's solid. so
0: i would go in this order honestly i would go my um my sega genesis i feel like the genesis is like a severely underrated like dude i could play earthworm gym for fucking days yeah. but you know that's that was the first real deal boxing you know you had like toe jam and earl like there's just Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, like yeah, all these different games. So <laughs> I'd go with I'd go Genesis first. I would probably do uh the original PlayStation second, and then I would go with the Xbox as a very, very close third to the to the PlayStation.
1: Mm-hmm. Those are the solid. I a
0: Xbox, and I have all three of those consoles right outside this door.
2: I mean, cool. same. I mean, that's. Uh, I would say the nostalgia part too. Just remember whenever Pizza Hut used to deliver the games too? They're like, hey, buy the big New Yorker pizza, and you get, you know, a demo to Spyro the Dragon for free. Bill and yeah. Ted's Excellent Adventure movie, or something. You know what I mean? They would give you just free yeah. shit. And that's what I well, remember is like, oh, let's put this in the PlayStation. We couldn't afford to buy games, so we, when we got pizza, let's play some Spyro. It was so awesome. With that being said, are you guys you guys are aware that there's
0: they're talking about bringing Blockbuster Video back? what oh and, and, makes- is this new to you guys it's
1: new yeah I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah.
0: bro i like somebody mentioned that to me and i went and looked it up i was like holy shit there's a chance that this might actually happen i swear to god first things first if it happens i'm getting stock immediately immediately i'm buying stock secondly i am going to blockbuster video every day to rent just to make sure they stay in fucking business this time.
1: Yeah, I
2: mean. Yeah, I just don't think there's that much of a need of people to actually go into the store, though. I, I think if they did a Blockbuster streaming service where you could probably do like a minimal rental of 2 dollars
0: Blockbuster yeah. failed. They, they were supposed to be the first. They were supposed to be the first service that did what Netflix did, which was <laughs> deliver to your house. And they were right. like, no, there's no market in it. And then, when uh, when Netflix started to do streaming, they were like, "It'll never catch on. People aren't going to want to just sit in their house and, and like stream." Bro.
1: Interesting. Here's so, the other so- thing:
0: like, streaming services uh, might be on their uh, might be on their fucking deathbed with this strike going on. True. That's the, that's the one of the biggest issues mm. right now is actors and writers and all these crew people, they're not seeing revenue share from streaming the way that they are from box office numbers. Yep. That's, that's the, where part.
1: Go right uh, ahead. Sorry, the nostalgia piece is a big thing too. I mean, people are... The market for VHSs and DVDs and stuff is is huge because everything does cycle. And apparently this this whole thing started with, I didn't see, on March 15th, 2023, Blockbuster themselves tweeted, new business idea. We're going to come back as a bank and use VHS and DVDs as currency. Time to go visit your mom. And then all of a sudden their website is back. And if you go to blockbuster.com slash beardlaws, that's not going to work. But if you go to blockbuster.com, it just says, we are working on rewinding your movie. And that's it. One page, just the iconic Blockbuster logo. And that's what it says in this article that I just read real quick. um, The Desert It desert it d-e-s-e-r-e-t desert it desert it that's it.com there they say that they think because of the market here's something to consider right now we're in something of a 90s revival american girl store started selling new historical dolls from the 90s 90 fashions trend is back it's a blockbuster they allegedly think are going to try to make a play off of this 90s revival and uh, do something with nostalgia
0: Listen, there's a reason that happen. there's a reason the last blockbuster still exists in, in mm-hmm. what I believe it's Portland, Oregon.
1: Yep. Uh, Bend. Was Alaska, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh,
0: no, 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 no. It's in sure. Oregon. Ben, we yeah, called Bend, it Oregon. Yeah, we, we called it. I I, I don't know if uh, I think it might have been during one of the other Thursday podcasts, but I told you guys about when we were doing error 404. Where there was an argument about Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it not? And the only way to know for sure is where would Blockbuster keep it? And one of the people that we were podcasting with goes, well, I've got the phone number to the last Blockbuster that's still open. You want me to call it? And I was like, fuck out of here. So he called it and they were like, no, we keep it in the it's in the action section until the holidays come around. And then because people watch it during the holidays, we move it into the holiday section and then as soon as christmas time is over we move it back into the action section and i said no that way. alone designates it as an action movie because it's not in the holiday section all year long
2: 100 percent, 100 um yeah. now i know my daughter is really big on the whole 90s thing now too she's like it's so vintage i'm like shut your fucking mouth like what <laughs> and she, we went to Walmart and she was like looking for a Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction vinyl, is what she wanted because she has a record player, and then she yep. finds it on CD and it's it's five dollars for a CD. I was like, damn, that's cheap now. What is, Shit, what, just
0: stabs you in the heart
2: too, though. Doesn't it? it? You're like, it, my it, fucking
0: my childhood is five dollars to you, you motherfuckers. But,
2: but like I'm super proud. I'm like, oh, you know, at least she's getting Guns N' Roses. Like there's a little bit of silver lining to all this devastating news about being vintage and everything else, and. So she right. grabs the CD and she's like, Hey, do you think they still sell like the things where you can like play this portably? Mm. And I'm like, Like a Walkman? Like it's like a portable CD player? And she's like, Yeah, we're, where are those at around here? And I was like, Get the fuck out. I, I haven't seen one of those in 10 years at least. Never been I was so like,
0: proud of your fucking daughter
2: in your life. <laughs> I know. I'm like, so God, I love she you. did find it. She had a boombox. And that she picked out, she's like, I'll just get this. And it was like $40. I'm like, you know, you're, you have an Xbox. Those, those play CDs. And she's like, oh, okay. I don't need this. Yeah. She's like, dang, Xbox plays vintage stuff. I'm like, it's not that vintage. It's not that vintage.
1: God damn it.
0: Here's the thing, man. Like (laughs) we're talking about, we're talking about fucking CDs. God damn. (laughs) Like, Wait till you did like you had to have been first of all, you had to have been a very fucking proud father. Right. Like, oh,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. So
0: my dad, the day that so my dad took me, my dad got me a a nice stereo, like the old school ones. You know, he had the big stand up fucking speakers and shit. And it was like the towers, like had two tape decks and a CD, like a five disc CD changer. And then the AM FM all behind glass. Right. Because that was the safe thing to do. (laughs) <laughs> my dad took me to, what was it sam goodies i think was the name of the store and to never go and he gave me money so that we could uh you know part of my christmas was gave me money so i could get music you know because i didn't have i didn't have i never had a cd player before yep so we go in there and the very first cd i grab is led zeppelin 3 i swear to god i thought i saw my dad cry like the, the look of pride. Like I grabbed Led Zeppelin, my first three CDs ever, Led Zeppelin three, the Metallica Black album, um, and uh Tom Petty. Hell yeah. And the look on my dad's face was this of like pride. Like he just was like <laughs> I something right. ra- I raised this boy, right? And yep. we got home and dude, he the first thing he did, he's like, play when the levee breaks. I was like, okay. And just that duk-a, duk-a, duk-a. And then, bam, 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 bam. and my the like, you could see all of college come back in my dad's face. I was like, you, "Are you good?" And he's like, Sh- "Shut up." And he's just like this, and it's the same thing. First record that I ever bought, um, my parents got us a record player, um, and the very first record I bought was Kisses. Paul Stanley. Yep. And my dad was just like,
1: "Yes." <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, i just I'm, I'm saw too. an article the other day like from npr or something like that and it said sometime i'm gonna say march april something like that that vinyl outsold cds for the first time since like 1987 or something like that they sold like 41 million vinyls and 33 or 30 something like that million cds were sold that year and the trend is just for vinyl it's
0: oh that does yeah. it's it's Listen, and I know people say this shit all the time, but it is 100% fucking true. It is a mm-hmm. richer sound coming off of that vinyl record than you will ever get with a digitally remastered fucking anything.
1: I love it. I mean, your I have...
0: Entries, oh. Your fucking CDs, they're it's... not going to sound as good as it comes off of that record uh, on, on vinyl. Yep. Um, the, one of the last because I know that we're running out of time here, one of the last things we're going to say is... You seemed like somewhat offended that CDs are considered vintage, right? Have I told Just you the, about my Did I tell you about the trip that my wife and I took up to Asheville, North Carolina for our anniversary one year?
2: Possibly, but I have the, the memory the of a Walmart, the antique store.
0: So, oh, shit. the reason why so my wife loves going antiquing. Right, yeah, and I, I'm all for it. I love looking at old stuff. I like, you know, I love looking for like antique lures. Like this is how I know I'm becoming a dad. Like I'm becoming older. Like I like antique fishing lures for whatever reason, and cameras. Oh, I will, dude. Like I will go looking for antique cameras all fucking day long. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm all about going, you know. And we picked Asheville because, like, where our hotel was just the entire street essentially was like every other building was a different antique store. So we go, we're like, well, let's go grab some, let's go grab an early dinner. And then we'll just kind of walk back and we'll go through some of these stores. So as we're walking there, we're passing an antique store and I look up and I like do this double take. I went, nah, bullshit. And she goes, what? I was like, look at what's on the right outside. Like it's on the front porch. Like all of Mm -hmm. them kind of look just like houses you know big front porches and they've got stuff out on the front porches i was like Do yep. you see what the fuck is on that front porch and she goes there ain't no fucking way i said this is an antique store bullshit these things still fucking exist out in the real world right now i guarantee it it was a goddamn payphone bro with the phone book Ooh. still attached to it i was like i am not listen <laughs> th- listen this is not an antique i went into the store i was like what are you doing <laughs> that is not a fucking antique that I am at the time. I think I was like, I, I think I was like 32 years old. I'm, I'm like, I'm 32. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm 32. <laughs> that is not a fucking antique. And the lady behind the fucking counter was just in tears rolling. <laughs> she goes, She goes, the number of people that come in to yell at me about that thing. She was that's the reason why I keep it out there. Brilliant. And I, was like, <laughs> and I told her, I said, listen, I see that you have a price tag of 250 on that. If you want to drop to $110, i will take it off your hands right now. Yep. And she was like, I can't drop it for that much. I was like, 150 and I'll walk away with it right now. I'm like, I don't know how long you've had it, but by the time you actually sell it for 250 it really will be an antique,
1: mm-hmm. but I want
0: it. And yep. wife, she's, she's brought in not. so many people
1: because of it and people has like, made she's way, like way more than
0: not- that. Yeah, my wife is just like you're not buying a payphone. I'm I'm buying this goddamn payphone. I was like 175, and my wife's like, stop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Our bowling alley in our hometown still has uh, two payphones with the booths. Next time I go there, I'll show you a picture. It's fucking that is insane. Well, so I was I trying to explain. Guys-
0: well, I don't know if you guys have ever tried it. Real real quick, and I'll let- and then I'll let Euban say what he's got to say. God damn it. Just Kanye West to fucking you've been there for a second. Um, so I went, fi- I went fishing last year with one of my buddies last, uh, la- well, yeah, last fall. <clears throat> went fishing with him to Jordan Lake here in North Carolina. And as we were coming back out, well, as we were going in, I saw a payphone. like at like, there's like a shack, like I I don't know that that will check to deck. see if you've got like a pass. Or something like that to fish on the lake, but gotcha. it wasn't there wasn't anybody there because it's like it's there for it's annual for like during summertime. Um, so as we went th- right right past the shack was a, a payphone. I was like, the fuck, and like you see the little the blue sides and it's got the mm-hmm. phone symbol. I was like, fuck out of here! Is there a pay payphone in there? And as we drove by, I'm like looking looking. There's a payphone in there. I was like, on our way out, we're stopping at that damn thing. I want to know if it's active. So we stopped Uh, as we were leaving. We stopped. I picked it up and there's dial tone. I was like, get the fuck out of here. So I don't have any cash on me. Right? So what do you think I tried, Juven?
2: Uh collect 1 800 collect.
0: I tried 1 800 collect. That shit still works, bro. Shut the shit. I 1, had his baby clock, eats the boy. Yeah, and it said it was like, "Oh, blah blah blah, name the number that you're trying to call." And I dialed in my wife's phone number, right? I dialed in my wife's phone number, and it was like, "Please state your name." I was like, "Baby, we found a payphone. This is awesome." It was like, "All right. <laughs> do you want to send a message? Do you want to send, uh, you know, blah blah? Do you want to still want to call from Baby, I I found a, I found, <laughs> a I found a payphone. This is awesome." I was like, "Yes." Sends it off. Wife didn't pick up tried it again oh. wife still didn't pick up fucking got home and she checked and i was like i was like babe i tried calling you she's like i don't got your number in my phone i was like bring up your phone sure shit man that shit she just like most people do she didn't answer because she didn't recognize the number
1: yeah but it holy worked. shit one 800 collect wild. is
0: still in service
1: there's got to be that a whole thing insane. on social media where people go to pay phones and try to find pay I'm phones gonna, and do collect bro, that's, that's a new thing.
0: I'm going to make that I'm going to make that the next trend on fucking TikTok. Find a pay phone, use 1-800 collect and call call your family.
1: I'm here for bro, it. I mean,
2: we were watching uh, the movie Bob, Payphone Bob. with Colin Farrell and yep. the kids were like, "What what's he stuck in?" And I'm like, "It's a phone booth. It's called payphone. This is the movie." It's mm-hmm. pay-. And they're like, what, "What what why does he just get out?" I'm like, Sniper, he's gonna get shot, can't leave. Like, this is the thing, and they're like, he didn't just like text or use his cell phone. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. just leave me alone. Let me enjoy this stupid fucking movie. <laughs> oh, God, I have, I have
0: a, or jumping jack black. Um, I'm a, I'm a little black woman in a big silver box, or <laughs> show him Superman, show him yeah. the original Superman where he goes into a yeah. booth and comes back out as Superman. They're like, Why what what was that? That he is that a changing room? I'll fucking kill you, kid. <laughs> or goddamn anchor anchorman where ron burgundy's like i'm in a silver box of emotion
1: it's yeah
2: a, g- a glass case of emotion. that's what yeah i'm in glass a glass case of yeah.
1: emotion. that's we what we quote that up.
2: religiously
1: <laughs> that'd be a fun one to just take a whole bunch of clips of stuff like that in phone booths post it on there and then you reacting just to see what all these new people are like what is what is what is, what is what he is, in what why, why does this make sense no shit. He,
2: they'd probably see Futurama and like, is that one of those suicide
1: booth things that they were talking about? Is oh. that what that thing is? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. It's yeah. possible. All well, right. Well this has been. brought us no. back. This is this has been fun. I, I appreciate you guys. I, I, we could go all day. We could go all day doing this, but uh, we won't make we won't make I you damn, guys do that. We we're so. fucking recording. So did I when you said, "Holy shit!" Uh, uh, one more thing. Then we lo- I was the first time I looked at the clock and it was like, "Okay, well that yeah, was, we that was quick." That's that's, that's that's unreal. Crazy. So, all right. Well, we're gonna do this again. We'll put it out next week. If you guys want to see us live, check us out on Triple T Tuesday, TikTok Tuesday. It's still TikTok Tuesday because we can still post them there, I think. And that's uh, about the only place we can right now. But we're gonna be back. And uh, Toby, you've been appreciate you guys. And that's all I got. I'm not even put you on the big screen, but uh, see you next time or see you Tuesday. Okay. I'm gonna press. I'm gonna... Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.
2: When the criminal justice system fails, it fails hard. Innocent lives are ruined, guilty perpetrators go free, and communities suffer. But what if we told you that the flaws in the criminal justice system run deeper than you think? Join us on the Broken System podcast as we explore the cracks in the criminal justice system. From racial biases to wrongful convictions, we'll investigate the issues that are driving our justice system to the brink of collapse. We'll bring you the stories of those who have suffered under the broken system and the experts who are fighting to make things right. Together, we'll ask the tough questions and demand real change. Are you ready to take a closer look at the flaws in the criminal justice system? Tune in to the Broken System podcast,
1: available now on all major platforms.